0: plushcare.com slash weight loss wouldn't you like to tune into your desires become a better communicator and be more confident passionate and attentive lover if yes everything starts with self awareness and hard conversations and that's the thought for today Hey everyone, I'm Priya Satyadeva and you are listening to Trending Diet, the podcast. Your journey to connect with ideas, stories, experiences and people and get a deeper understanding of the world around you starts now. Today I'm connected with women with passion, charisma and integrity. Motivated by passion, her mission in life is to educate and inspire others. Marla Rene, a Californian native and a Southern Transplant. First and foremost, the lady is truly dedicated to getting people in touch with their body, mind and spirit. She believes in harnessing love and accepting people for who they are and where they are in their lives. Her non-judgmental spirit speaks to people from all different backgrounds and she can get along with just about anyone. Anyone. Moreover, Marla is a maven in almost everything that she pursues and she strives for perfection in everything she does. Mediocrity is not in her vocabulary. And the lady has a wonderful and supportive family as well as an amazing and compassionate friends, which creates all the difference in life. Today, we are going to understand and master the art of seduction. How you can make your love making life more simpler and amazing than ever. Tune in. Thank you so much uh, mala for being on training diary and getting the time and uh, i know it's christmas eve it's holidays and you're getting time from your schedule from your family time but thank you so much your presence matters a lot so thank you for being on training diary
1: yeah thank you
0: thank you for having me i'm happy to be here indeed and first of all one thing that i'm always curious to know from my guest mala what why do you do what you do So what's the purpose? What's the major reason of being into,
1: you know, the education? Well, the, the main purpose of me doing what I do is really to help empower people, to give people the tools that they need to have. Better and satisfying sexual lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So whether that's around communication or skill based stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, it's really just about helping people get the information that they need so that they can use the tools and uh, do what they need to do to, to, to be happy in their lives.
0: Mm -hmm. makes sense and as you mentioned you know providing the sex education and it's something that in India it's considered still a taboo and if it's not a taboo it's still a shy topic so that's why it made me you know curious because it's just like any other lifestyle part it's something to be spoken of so what I'm curious to know like yeah absolutely indeed sex means different things to different people right it's as varies as the different species on the planet so you mentioned that seduction and foreplay are not only about getting what you want, you know, it's all also about giving and receiving. It's like any other business transaction happening, but this one is uh, associated with more love and emotion, no matter how you define them. So how do you think we can start better conversation around the same, which is more open, more educational and right?
1: yeah so i mean one of the first things i think you have to do for yourself is just understand yourself as a sexual being Mm -hmm. right if you are a sexual being right so some people maybe don't consider themselves as a sexual being so they might have a a hard time accessing that or don't want to for whatever reason um but i think it's really important to understand yourself as a sexual being like what do i desire what are my you know what makes me happy what turns me on what gets Mm -hmm. me hot um understanding that can help you move forward and say like oh well these are the things that i like you know i like to do this or i like to do that and you know in our in our book the ultimate guide to seduction and foreplay you know we talk a lot about self awareness and and being self aware to to where you can communicate that with your lover right so if Um, if I'm having a hard time having an orgasm, then that means I need to speak up. Or if I'm having, uh, if I want you to do something differently to touch my body in a different way, Mm -hmm. I need to be able to speak up and talk about it. Um, and in order for me to do that, sometimes you have to be the leader in that. Right. So for me, like I, I was the leader, I guess, amongst my friend group when I was younger. Right. It was like, i like to talk about i think talking about sex is okay and i think part of that was because of my parents you know my parents were really um uh, my mom in particular was just really forthcoming about sex and sexuality and she was just straight up told me like when you're a teenager you get urges you get horny you know and (laughs) when you get horny these are the things that you need to do. If you feel like you want to have sex, these are the steps that you need to take um, in order to be a sexually responsible, you know, human being. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times uh, parents don't have that conversation with their children. Mm -hmm. Um, They kind of just like, you know figure it out we all just had to figure it out instead of actually giving them the tools to Mm -hmm. say like hey i actually can give you a a step up Mm -hmm. um because i've been through this experience myself these are the things that you can learn from my experience Um, and i think that's really important because once we have a leg up it's sort of like you know, building generational wealth, right? Once we have a leg up and we know what to do, it's easier for other generations mm-hmm. to be uh, to be better. Um, and and I think everybody should be, want to strive to be a better, you know, sexual human being.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And, you know, you mentioned it so, right, that uh, lots of parents are not open about that. Uh, so, and, and in India, believe me, I have stupid, the most, most stupid, conversation statements around the same one of them goes like the kids come from god you know there's enough process Kids come from god and it's like just by kissing I can have kids what so is there any any stupid statement that you came across which made you all like oh really oh
1: uh I don't you know hmm you know, I think because my mom was so adamant about having accurate information for myself, like I, I really, I, uh, I have not come across any kind of random <laughs> statements like that. <laughs> this made me laugh. Um, yeah, you said what? This made me laugh too,
0: like being uh, you know, raising up with these kind of statements when, when because you, you might have a, you might be aware about the Bollywood and you know the kind of culture that we have grown up because in India it's still very, very believe me, it's a very, very shy topic. Still, the millennials and zenzies are cool enough to get you know out of it through the music, through the art, and even through conversations. But but when you talk about the rest, 70-80 percent of the India is still like, mm-hmm. whoa, it's close.
1: Mm, mm. well I think it's great that the younger generations are kind of getting access to this information you know Mm -hmm. with the internet with being able to have all sorts of access I think that's really important Mm -hmm. um, to get that information and to not have it be so taboo you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so for older generations that's what they learn you know that's what they learn like hey you we learned not to talk about it we learned like shut it down. We learn to, you know, that's how, that's the way it's always been. And now because of the internet now, because of millennials and Gen Z's, like they have been able to be like, no, we need to break out of this. Cause it's not helping us, Indeed. you know, it's not helping us to be better, you know, human beings. It's not helping us to be better lovers. And how can we access this? You know, I get actually, I get a, 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 I've gotten a few emails from from particularly men in India talking about how do I do this or how do I do that and it's like wow there really you know there really is a, a lack of sexual education that's happening. Now I know there are some I got invited to a uh, like a tantra festival mm-hmm. you know and I feel like they have tantra festivals there where they combine sort of the spirituality aspect that piece of it but i'm guessing there is no tangible like sex skills or communication skills that are really needed mm-hmm. um that would be you know that that folks could really take advantage of um there so mm-hmm. that's something to think about absolutely now, now, because you mentioned the tangible I will come to the spiritual aspect of it
0: because I I personally believe that that it has a lot to do with the same and because you mentioned about the tangible and the communication skills of you know being into the same. So uh, just give me the three things or the three skills uh, you know that that make love make uh, love making process exciting, whether in terms of the tangible skills that you're m- mentioning or the communication part. Just three.
1: Yeah, well, <clears throat> I think one of those things is understanding what your stressors are and eliminating and trying to doing your best to eliminate those stressors. Mm-hmm. So the more that you know what bother, what is bothering you, the more you can solve that problem to help you move forward. Because a lot of times we're stunted in our sexual growth because we're stressed out. Maybe we're stressed out because we're trying, our jobs are stressing us out, or our home life is stressing us out or whatever. Once we eliminate those stressors, we're able to access um, our bodies in in a more sexual way. Um, I think another thing we can do is learn to communicate better. Like in in the book, um, I talk about one of the sexual theories that I wholeheartedly believe in, which is the seduction learning styles. And that is a way to communicate in a way that um, is, you can connect to your lover. So whether that's auditory or visual or tactile, you're able to connect to your lover in a really, in a, in a, in the way that they need to be communicated with. And then um, let's see, the third thing would be like the little things. Um, So really prioritizing your sex life is how most long term relationships last um and it's because of the little things the holding hands, the hugging, the kissing, the being affectionate, the leaving little notes, the doing romantic gestures, things like that are um a, a huge huge uh part of maintaining romance and 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 getting the love that you want and need in your life,
0: mhm. You mean to say it's the little things that matters the most?
1: Yeah, it, it, it matters a lot. Absolutely, it, those it, little it, gestures that you do every day matter. And also, when you're mentioning about the communication
0: part, I think it's the most crucial—not into the sex life, but in generally in any relationship. So, you know, how does that came into role play? What do you think? What is what is the right communication where where you we are not just opening you know, what's, what's leading outside, but what's inside, how we can uh, come across with the most vulnerable, you know, conversation, because that's the time you don't think of anything else. It's just your soul and you are communicating with your whole heart. So how that vulnerability
1: comes, you know, or how? Yeah, well, I think you just, number one, you have to, like, access the vulnerability, right? You have to be like, I have to be open. I have to, uh, if I want this person to understand who I am as a person, I have to say the things that are bothering me, or I have to say the things that I want. Um, And the way that I say them also matters, right? So when you're communicating with someone, that also means that you are you are telling them directly what you need, right? You're telling them directly what you want. Um, when you're telling them directly what you want, you are, um, it is, uh, it's easier. It, it makes sense, right? It, it's direct as as opposed to when you're indirect, mm-hmm. That is that can be a problem because somebody can interpret that in so many different ways. You know, if you ask one person you know, five different people that would could respond differently to to that statement. So, when you say something directly and saying like I am having uh I wa- or I want to have more foreplay, um and what that looks like is you know you caressing my body and touching my breasts and rubbing my butt and rubbing my head or you know whatever it is like you are communicating those things clearly um not just being like i want more foreplay okay well yeah okay well what does that mean because my interpretation of foreplay might be different from your interpretation of foreplay so and maybe you just mean I need you to flirt. Maybe you need me to sext you more. Maybe you need something else that is considered foreplay. So, making sure you're explicit with what you say is absolutely important.
0: Also, I believe. Also, I believe as you mentioned that far from being what films and TV shows might have tell us, you know, uh, truly magnificent sex has very little to do with the you know the real life. Uh, with the seduction or the screaming orgasms because because whatever we have shown in the porn or any other virtual aspects it's far different we all know that you know so what do you think the other myths that you had came across that you might have heard read they're the most stupid myths uh that that is important for the millennials and zenzies to break and to understand the reality and you're very right it's really important to be specific while communicating because how would another person know what you want? And similarly applies to you. So what do you think, how one can break this myths? How can one can be more, you know, open about the reality? How does that came? How does that came?
1: Well, I I think people just have to talk about it. You know, I think you just have to uh, uh, embrace your own sexuality. You just have to talk about it. Like, mm-hmm. and maybe talking's not bad, maybe you want to write about it. Maybe you want to text about it, whatever it is, you need to communicate, com- communicate whatever it is. Um, but, you know, sometimes it it, it, it helps. You know if you have uh if you're talking to a lover if you're having someone you're talking to you know telling them what you love about them Mm -hmm. i think sometimes that helps to help soften people up a little bit say like you know what i love about you i love this and that and this and that and that way they're able to say like, okay, they can absorb some things mm-hmm. and then you can discuss maybe whatever it is that you need to discuss. So it helps them get a little bit more open, a little bit more relaxed when they know that you are there for them. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And, and I love it when you said it, it's really important to absorb that moment, to have a great presence, not physically, but emotionally. Uh, that makes the love, pro- you know, making process more lovable, more memorable, and uh, where you're invested, not just, uh, you know, with your body, but emotionally and mindfully as well. Uh, so because you have also... Been- oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. So it's... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like also about like the physical, it's not all- always about the physical, like you said, it's about the emotional, what are the things that we can talk about that make us feel good to mm-hmm. one another because because you have also worked with the lots of couples marla
0: you know you you're qualified for this and you share immense experience where you you empathize with these couples so what is the hardest thing or what is the most problems that you have came across with these couples Oh, what is the common pattern that you dealt with? Okay, these are the couples. This is something I'm realizing in everything. Everyone is doing it wrong. What what, what kind of problems seem like?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say the most problems that happen, number one, are usually outside of the bedroom, right? Yeah. So there might be some other external problems that are happening, uh, maybe you have too many people in your household, maybe you have like the stress of your family, maybe the stress of your job. So sometimes it's outside, um, then sometimes it's inside. So maybe their, your, their libidos aren't matching up, right? So one, one, one person wants more sex than the other one. Um, that sometimes that can be a real struggle, because the usually the person who wants more sex is like, I don't understand why this person doesn't want to have sex with me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, where the person with the low, libido is like, I don't understand why I don't want more sex or, you know, yeah, that might be an issue. Um, and sometimes it's just about how you're connecting with one another. And that can be, you know, that can be, uh, uh, uh the, the, one of the biggest issues. Another issue is orgasm, mm-hmm. right? Like a lot of us have an orgasm and, a lot of like cisgender women that I know who are in partnership with, you know, cisgender men, it's, you know, they're not having orgasms. They're not having orgasms the way that they should be having orgasms. And um, that can cause a lot of tension and resent in the relationships. Um, But so, so yeah, a lot of times it's external factors, then it's, sex you know not having not wanting the same amount of sex and then um and then the other uh gosh what did i say the uh uh geez i just mentioned i just lost my train of thought
0: (laughs) no worries (laughs) i can understand that (laughs) (laughs) another thing i also personally believe that Love making is just not uh, as we are talking it's not just a physical or maybe not just the emotional process but there is some spiritual factor also like in india there's a huge education over the karma sutra it's an ancient text Uh, i don't know about the rest of philosophy so do you personally believe is there any spiritual aspect to the same and if yes how does that seem like
1: yeah you know for me it is very spiritual um you know i wholeheartedly believe that you know orgasms are a um are you know our our makes helps us to be connected with god universe whatever you believe in you know it helps us to be connected spiritually um and uh you know with sex it is an energy exchange and when you have that energy exchange you know it 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 is spiritual it helps you not only connect to one another but you know connect yourself to the world ground yourself in the world um so yeah absolutely i think um sex is spiritual and um i think or can be spiritual and then um uh but yeah, it's all about you know um accessing accessing uh that energy and and making sure that you're you're feeling good about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, absolutely. Sex is sex is spiritual, like I said. It's it's energy and with energy there's energy in everything and um yeah, absolutely. And and another thing, you know, Uh, one compatibility guide
0: that you would love to give to the couples who are struggling, uh, to the couples who, you know, are going to be struggled? So what is the one compatibility guide? And when I'm saying compatibility guide, definitely in terms of lawmaking and sex and another into the relationship. What works according to you?
1: Hmm you know, uh, when you, number one, being nice, (laughs) being kind, uh, to one another. So like I said, when you're being kind and being nice, fostering that intimacy, those small things that is huge. Um, and then, uh, prioritizing your sex life. Mm -hmm. Um, when you prioritize your sex life, that is, that is, that helps for the sustainability of long-term couples because they know it's an energy exchange they know it's uh it might be spiritual for them they know that coming together sexually helps us to be more vulnerable helps us to be intimate so it it it, it's it's vital that you know couples prioritize their sex life
0: and uh, one thing that I'm always curious to know before and again and thank you for the conversation so far I think this is the much needed conversation that everyone needs to come out I'm not saying it to make it big concept but to the extent like considered as a lifelong topic right at the end it's about your health it's about your emotions it's about uh, your pleasure it's it's about lots of things uh, lots of important things I must say. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, before anything, there's one thing that I'm always again curious to know from my guests, what is the one trend that you want to see more evolving in the new world, or I should say one trend that you want to see more
1: embraced in the new era? Mm. That
0: one trend seems like?
1: Yeah, I would love to see more people <laughs> invoke production learning styles. Um, to connect to other people in the ways that they need to be connected. Um, A a lot of times people don't realize and they don't understand why they can't have a connection with another human being. And it's usually because they are not connecting in the way that they need to to connect to them. Um, So absolutely, I think the seduction learning styles. um, And then also understanding uh, what Jess calls your core erotic feeling. So this is like the feeling that you get when you um, uh, when you want to have sex. How do you want to feel? You know, do you want to feel adored? Do you want to feel worshipped? I don't know. Do you want to feel, how do you want to feel? Because when, once you understand how you want to feel when you're having sex, that that understanding that can help you tell your partner, hey, this is what. This is what we should do. This is how I want to feel. Can you help me get there?
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: so I think those two things are, are super important when it comes to um, uh, couples and understanding each other. Got it.
0: Makes sense. It's all about communicating what do you want and be very, very specific about it, right?
1: Yes. But but, being specific
0: absolutely and you know what i i believe that comes from the self-awareness because sometimes it happens that you yourself is not aware because until until you go go through the experience it's just like being into a career you know probably you aim for something but you end up not enjoying it you end up not you know because you have fantasized something else and and the reality is different so i think it's all about You know, having a good self-awareness about yourself, I guess.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that means you take the time to understand who you are as a sexual being. So that's answering the questions like, what do I like? What do I desire? What makes me horny? Um, What doesn't make me horny? Right. What, you know, what are the things that make me feel good? What are the things that just make me happy in general? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, that that don't have anything to do with sex. Mm-hmm. So understand who you are as a happy being and then understand who you are as a sexual being, that's gonna that's gonna help set you up for life. Got
0: it. Makes sense. That's it, I guess. Thank you so much. I had much, much amazing conversation with you, and i I'll, I think I'll keep this on conversation open for my for our listeners. If you want to know anything, if you want to, just to create any episode, if you want us to, you know, uh, extend this episode, let us know on the Instagram page of Trending Diary, or you can connect with the Mala Velvet Lips. Also, my uh, Mala, I want to know a little bit more about your book. Just give you, give us the so so book is available and
1: how uh, one can buy it. Yes, absolutely. It's called the Ultimate Guide to Seduction and Foreplay. Um, it is available on Amazon. So I know you're in India, so um, it should be available on Amazon, um, Ultimate Guide to Seduction and Foreplay. Answering those questions will help you to be a better person and help you build up your sexual confidence so you can have those conversations. Um and of course you can join uh join uh me um on um, any social media platform um at Velvet Lips Sex Ed without the sex without the E or at one Marla Stewart. So any of those things.
0: That's it. Damn! Thank you yeah. so much, Paula. Wonderful to have you, and I'll make sure I'll put the link of the book in in the episode section. And I look forward to more conversation with you. And if anyhow I can be in service, do let me know.
1: Okay. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Indeed, it's it's fun fun <laughs> to chat with you.
0: for taking the time and listening to the episode and I'm overwhelmed by your love because every time you come and listen to our episode, listen to our conversation which led us to create more, to bring more amazing people, ideas and story on the show and I need your love more, I need your blessings more so just share the episodes subscribe and do give a review on Apple Podcasts That will help us to know what do you think and how we can improve it better with your service. As we have moved to the other numbers of life, the new phase of life, the previous years, the pandemic has showed us the businesses, the advantage of remote work. But why wouldn't it also show that relationships need a little shaking up too? Devastating world events won't eliminate the need for love, affection, and intimacy. Irrespective of what future holds for you, what technology holds for you, what the changes are going to come up, love is also going to be there. It's going to stay. It's going to rule the world. I'll see you soon in the next episode. Till then, stay tuned and God bless us all.